What's that James Bond film where he has that giant ice palace? Is it Die Another uh, Day? Is that the one Isn't with the invisible cars? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? It's, it's Die Another Day. <laughs> if the Winter, Olymp the Winter Olympics is today, have like a giant ice stadium. Um, no. What if this is, this is Canada. The budget is kind of, uh, it's not there. <laughs> you I could was... beat China, man. If you had, if you built an ice stadium, you could, uh, that would be far more impressive. I was telling Alex. We earlier. have an ice hotel in Quebec. There's an ice hotel. That's about it. It's a couple. Of oh, that's pretty awesome. But it's on the other side of the country, unfortunately. We also live in igloos. Welcome to a vacation with a vacation with somebody new every single week. This week's vacation, the 2010 Vancouver Winter Olympics. On this week's episode of Vacation With, I'm joined by Russ and Alex, and together we're talking about the 2010 Vancouver Winter Olympics. And uh, we're going to be talking about different uh, conspiracy theories that are going around, what our favorite sports are, all that and more on this week's episode. This is Vacation With. Proroguing Parliament is getting to be a December tradition for the Harper government. For the second straight year, the Prime Minister has called for a suspension of Parliament. The opposition calls it despotic and a political scam. The words are alarming. Last night, we reported on a U.S. State Department travel advisory for people coming here during the 2010 Winter Olympics. U.S. officials are telling visitors that our games could be a prime target for al-Qaeda terrorists. Just three weeks before the Olympic Games, two tons of explosive material missing from a Surrey storage facility still isn't accounted for. CTV News broke the story of the missing ammonium nitrate earlier this month. And tonight we have learned how the Mounties are stepping up their search for... So what are we going to name this name? How about Tallulah? <laughs> Tallulah. Tallulah. <laughs> I'm like a two-dollar hooker. <laughs> I ain't come up with that. <laughs> That's my mother's name. Tallulah. Nice. Nice. What's it going to be, Star? What are the people going to be screaming when Jamaica takes the hill? I say we call it Cool Runnings. Beautiful. I like yeah. it. Very strong. Nice, very nice. Uh, what exactly does it mean? Cool Runnings means peace be the journey. Peace be the peace journey. Be the yeah. journey. Cool Runnings. Cool, cool Runnings. <laughs> cool Runnings. <laughs> cool All right, welcome back to another uh, monumental episode of Vacation With. I'm joined by Russ and Alex, uh, two Hello. former members. Hey, I didn't give you permission to talk yet. <laughs> interrupting, <laughs> my, interrupting my monologue. It's the best part of the podcast. We're, uh, we're talking about the 2010 Vancouver Olympics, which is uh, starting this Friday, uh, February um, 12th. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, the uh, Winter Olympics, not the most popular um, television event. Uh, compared to the uh, Summer Olympics, but it does have the biathlon, which is one of the best sports in the world. Um, the biathlon is skiing and shooting at the same time. What? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's skiing. It's skiing and rifle shooting at the same time. Surely that's the most dangerous sport ever created. <laughs> it pro it probably. I mean, how many injuries do they have each year from this? <laughs> it probably is one of the most dangerous sports. <laughs> do they have jumps as well? No, 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 It's more like uh, cross-country skiing. That would be awesome. Like, what, what happens is you ski for a little bit, and then you have to, there's yeah. targets, like targets in a row. So you'll ski up to the targets, like, behind a red line or something, and then you'll, like, whip out the gun and shoot. As, so Yeah, it's it's kind of like 
you have to be really, really fast and then really, really steady to make the shot count. Yeah. It seems kind of cool. <laughs> I've, I've obviously never watched it, but uh, I don't know. Some people think it's kind of useless, but I think it's kind of a cool sport. Like it, It's kind of like you have to do two things that are completely different. And yeah. Well, it's yeah. one of the most interesting to... sports to watch. I mean, yeah. in terms of the Winter Olympics, because I don't know, like, what are, your, what are your guys, do you guys have any particular sport that you watch, like, or look forward to watching on the Winter Olympics? I don't, don't watch the Winter Olympics very often, to be honest. But you're going to watch, <laughs> you're going to watch this, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I suppose it will be online somewhere. Uh, I also don't really watch the Winter Olympics. Is there, like, a form of, like, winter archery or winter fencing? <laughs> What, with like the... ice, with ice arrows and stuff. Or yes, <laughs> or like, or like survival. Like whoever can survive the longest in the what in, the what, in the ice and or in below the, the below the ice water. Whoever can survive <laughs> the longest. No, uh, I I'm afraid I'm afraid not. This isn't survival. What's that? It's not survival. What's that James Bond film where he has that giant ice palace? Is it Die uh, Another Day? Is that the one with the invisible cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It's, it's die another day. <laughs> if the Winter Olymp the Winter Olympics is to have like a giant ice stadium. Um, no. What if this, <laughs> this, is, this is Canada. This is Canada. We're talking about the budget is kind of. Uh, it's not there. <laughs> you I could was... beat China, man. If you had, if you built an ice stadium, you could. Uh, that'd be far more impressive. I was telling Alex. We have an ice hotel in Quebec. There's an ice hotel. That's about it. It's a couple of oh, that's pretty awesome. But it's on the other side of the country, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> we, also, we also live in igloos, but... I, I, <laughs> I was telling Alex that I feel kind of bad, like, because um, the summer the summer Beijing Olympic opening ceremony, like, it was really awesome. They went they went all out. Um, and I was... I feel really bad because I know Canada's going to do the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and I just know that... The budget for the winter, the opening ceremony is gonna be like one guy, one guy skating around with a flag and in a hockey rink, like a local, not even a made hockey rink, but like a local, a local hockey rink that probably uh, elementary school hockey teams used to play in, but it got too unsafe to play in. But um, anyways, so anyways, on this episode we're talking about conspiracy theories. I guess you know the big, the big issue whenever you have a, an event like the Olympics is is there going to be like some sort of terrorist attack. Um, I remember like Munich way back when the Munich that wasn't a bombing that was like actual guys getting shot. Like I think there was is you the Israeli team. Yeah. Got like yeah. captured and shot. Yeah, I think that's that was what, terrorist that's too. That's what the the movie was based on. I think the uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm going on. So that's <laughs> knowledge of it. Russ Russ doesn't remember history. He remembers Stevie. <laughs> Don't say that, please don't say that. Do you remember the uh, the the old history book with the giant shark, Russ? <laughs> giant shark in the water. Do you remember? Do you remember that part of history? Yeah, you cl discovered history class. <laughs> he discovered America, didn't he? Something like that. Yeah, he ate Christopher Columbus. In the fourth movie, yeah, he goes back in time. Does he actually go back in time? Was that in three D as well? Jaws. Yeah. At I one point, it was in three D. I think it was ahead of its time. But anyways, um, so <laughs> the, the new... The new uh, <laughs> nice segue, Kyle. Go on. The latest conspiracy theories. I guess, Alex, would you like to just give a... I guess sum up for our listeners, like, what are the uh, main points in, like, this new 
this new 9-11 that people are talking about? Uh, well, the main point is, well, uh, there was a two tons of ammonium nitrate uh, recently went missing from a storage facility in Vancouver. And uh, the company that lost it didn't, you know, they couldn't, uh, they didn't come up with a decent explanation as to why they lost two tons of ammonium nitrate, which can be made into explosives. And then... Maybe it got blown up. <laughs> well, I think someone would have noticed that if it happened. The media suddenly starts reporting how Al-Qaeda is using ammonium nitrate for explosives in Afghanistan. And then Osama bin Laden comes out with this video about how, you know, it's great to attack America. And then, you know, the Prime Minister suddenly gets all the power of Parliament in Canada. And so on. And it's basically, there's this huge conspiracy theory going on here. I mean, like, on this article here, there's 19 separate points as to why, uh, of the things that have happened that could uh, all link together to, you know, you know, like, give reasons for a terrorist attack take place in uh, in the Winter Olympics. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of um, weird pieces are kind of falling into place here. I know, um, like, the Prime Minister, he closed Parliament until March. Is that right, Russ? Parliament's closed he, until March? He prorogued it. Prorogue, apparently, uh, which I don't care for. But, yeah, a lot of people don't like it. He somehow has the ability to say, yep, we're not doing anything until March. So. Did he have to get the uh, governor general to okay that, or was does he? Uh, he doesn't have the power to do that on his own, does he? Or? I'm not sure. I believe he has to get the governor uh, general's permission, but it's very, very rare that the governor general ever kind of disagrees with the party in power. I think as a rule, she's kind of like a figurehead, a figurehead of a figurehead. So okay, so I guess I'll I'll ask you guys like what. What do you think would happen if there was, like, a terrorist attack at these games? Would it mean the end of the current party in Canada, or would it mean, I don't know, like, a militarized state, the end of Canada, as we know it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think out of the two of us, I think I might be more qualified. Uh, but but you're biased, though. <laughs> uh, I, I am biased. I think if it would do anything, it would uh, draw stronger ties towards America because we can't really rely on our own military. We just kind of like capitulate and become more like linked up with America and do what they do. And I mean, if it's a conservative or a liberal in, in power, I don't think that would make much of a difference. I think we're slowly getting closer and closer to America, no matter who's kind of leading us. So if these points are right, like, and you know, all these, all these pieces mean that, I guess it would effectively mean that the government is in on whatever is going to happen. Like if they're closing down parliament and, you know, giving the prime minister all this power that he, nor he wouldn't normally have. The implication is that he's, he's in on it. So do you think he's doing it because he has his own agenda to stay in, um, stay in longer? Because he's, he's known as the, um, the Canadian George Bush. So like his party would be the kind of, war like let's go kind of let's get the bad guys kind of thing so maybe by doing this he's going to extend his term because people know that he's going to be the one who's going to attack um the bad guys i guess for revenge and on the on the flip side maybe the u.s government is paying him to to not do anything <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, he's just a pawn in the big well, puzzle. Uh, if he's he's taking all of the power now, hasn't he? It's all on him. All governmental power resides in the office of the prime minister now. Yeah. So he's going to take the. If anything happens, he's going to take the whole of the blame. So I imagine maybe the party will, will uh, have a chance, I suppose. But he'll be, you know, he'll have to resign straight away, I assume. Yeah, well, I mean, he knows that he's, maybe he, he probably knows that his time is running out now because um, there's... Well, Bush, Bush didn't resign after 9-11. <laughs> yeah, but... If anything, he got more popular. Yeah, but um, Bush, I think the difference between Bush and Harper is that Harper was supposed to, there, an election is long overdue for Harper. So um, I think he knows by now, like, when the next election, which is supposed to be this year, comes, he's not going to get in. So he's like, well, I might as well make a few bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, also just, I'm just saying. But, uh, and also George Bush didn't have, he wasn't in, uh, he didn't have the responsibility for making any judgments about what to do about the hijacked aircraft. It was uh, Dick Cheney that had control of the military that point i think it's just it's all harper that's in um making all the calls really his his government's i guess not as accessible to the public as obama's current government is so nobody really knows what is going on behind closed parliament doors i don't think obama's administration is very open either what they... but they just started the the obama podcast channel on itunes oh <laughs> there, okay. are new, there are new competitions <laughs> <laughs> We're, we we probably have more listeners than they do by now. Like nobody, I, I bet nobody listens to their podcast. <laughs> oh, I I need to go somewhere, Kyle. I'll be right back. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, really? I think going... Obama just called me. Uh, you're gonna, he's, going to, <laughs> he's gonna go download the, the Obama podcast. <laughs> you're not gonna find anything of importance in there. Just maybe Obama's opinion on the Super Bowl. Is, he, to... is he on Second Life too? <laughs> Dear Lord, let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might do a sequel show sometime in the future, a, a return to Second Life, but we ha we need about a month to recover, I think. <laughs> because <laughs> for love of <laughs> That's all. Literally. Yeah. So by the time we go back to Second Life, I don't know like, if time passes weirdly in there, like maybe 100 years will have passed. It'll be like Narnia or something. And like some king will take over the world, and it'll all be a crazy new place again. I don't know. You guys have anything to add about the Winter Olympics? Any like anything at all you're looking forward to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that sums it up. <laughs> we'll we'll see you in 2012 London Summer Olympics, the the actual Olympics that matter. <laughs> it's really true. No one cares about the Winter Olympics. It's actually annoying me because I might want to visit Vancouver, but I don't want to visit there with the Olympics going on. So, <laughs> so the Olympics is not only it's like a double a double negative, and it's it's yeah. destroying tourism and also destroying its own economy by the amount of money they have to pay to use it. What happened was in two thousand eight, Toronto was supposed to get the Summer Olympics, um, but they lost out to Beijing. So I'm pretty sure that the Olympic Committee gave. As a consolation, we got the Winter Olympics instead in Vancouver, which is... <laughs> you can have the one that cares about. <laughs> Essentially. But, uh, <laughs> it, I don't know, it could be fun. Um, I think Tokyo Police Club are playing at the Winter Olympics, so that'll be something to 
Although I don't know if they're gonna air that, but <laughs> but anyways, um, next week we're doing our Valentine um, themed podcast, and I think we may or may not air the um, part of the what was edited out of the last previous Second Life podcast um, in going with the Valentine theme. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see. <laughs> Um, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty brutal. Anyways, I'd like to thank our listeners for listening, and you can catch us next week in the iTunes store. Oh, and we have a website. You'll, you might notice that our website is now semi-operational. Just trying to get the link. It's a vacationwith.blogspot.com. Um, and you can get there by just going into the iTunes store and clicking on website link if you can't remember that. And you can post! And let us know how we're doing. (laughs) Anyways, we'll see you next week on Vacation With, signing off.